Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. The moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. I am Sir Michael Cole. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Number four. This ain't no disco. Ain't no country club either. This is the Three Count Thursday podcast. So let's go, baby. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 3CT. We are live Thursday, March the 9th, 2023. We are glad to be back with you for another episode. Head over to 3CountThursday.com. That is our homepage where you will find our uh, social media links, our YouTube channel, and uh, everything else 3CT related, including our merchandise store over at tpublic.com. And uh, everything currently, once again, on sale. So if you've been cheap and you just want to you wanna, you wanna cheap out on, on hooking us up with your support, now's your opportunity, there's that word again, um, to, uh, to go over, head over to tpublic.com, everything up to 35% off. So uh, check that out and get that done. And uh, do the thing. Let's go around the room. No Matt tonight. Lord knows where Matt is. But uh, we hope he is well. Ryan. How you doing? You're muted, Ryan. I think you have to unmute yourself. I'm not muted. I'm You're not muted? Really okay. Right can you hear me? Check I can. Yes, two. I can hear you. you Welcome. We show to do this. Why are you getting me upset? We don't have a pre-show. What's, what's a pre-show? Oh, my God. Then what is what is EJ paying for? Wow. What is love? His undying support of 3CT. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> Sucker. You're a good boy. What was the question? I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. How I'm you doing, doing? Fine, actually. I know what the question is. I'm doing real good. Good. Where's good. Matt? Oh. Tim. How you doing? I'm real good, Jim. Real good. Matthew! I don't know where he is, man. Hey, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's here for. He's gonna. He's uh, gonna come for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, intern Mark, how you doing, Jim? I'm tired. My brain is soup, but I do have this to say. As I look here at my friends, I, I see a smoky in a darkened room. I smell Fritos and Mountain Dew. On a Thursday, he will do a podcast. It goes on and on and on and on. Smokey talking in the 3C studios. There's cheeseburger wrappers on the floor. Broken light in the room. Going to make a run to the hardware store. Smokey hiding somewhere in the night. Don't what the hell is even that? Matt! Goodness Matt, sakes. how you doing? Mark, he's not here. Wait, is he at Hottenstein Estates? The Sixers won the league, <laughs> the big win. The Flyers came back from a deficit with a nice hat trick. And they did not. Cleaned up and, First off, uh, wait. I'm, I'm sh- look, I'm just impressed he knew the term hat trick. I'm impressed he knew the team Flyers. There you the go. Lions you're not. And, uh, 
The Eagles, uh, Eagles beat the Bears this week. And <laughs> looks like the Phils are going to take take out the Bruins. So, oh well, pretty good. We were doing pretty we're well there good. for a second. You're doing did you pretty. Say, did you say Bruins or Brewers? Uh, the Bruins. Oh, darn! So close, so close to being right. Are they the Bruins or are they the Brewers? Actually, the Flyers would have a better shot. No, no, the Phillies would have a better shot at beating the Bruins actually than this. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Even at hockey, you, like not even at hockey. Like I'm not even saying like if the if the Boston Bruins played baseball, the Phillies could beat them at baseball. I think the Phillies would have a better shot at beating the Bruins playing hockey than the Flyers. The Bruins. Now, Big Jim, how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry I missed the the hap the haps at uh, at Funk Brewing last night. But I'm um, doing well. I had I had dinner with some friends. I got some Indian food last night. I was I was, it was very delicious. That I would there was some smoke in the city. That would down be there. that would be like Indian, like Taj Mahal Indian. Uh, Mark, I I, I, heard, I knew, wow, I, I knew what the question was going to be. So no, nope. you know, make any kind of arrangements to for a special time to be there. Right? No, no, we did. we did not have to do that. Um, but yeah, so. I heard that. I heard that. Uh, were the police called last night to Funk Brewing, or what? What exactly? Damn near. What, so what happened, Damn Mark? Near. Let's let's hear. I've I've heard some rumblings on the mean streets of yeah. E Town. What happened last night, Mark? Do you want to tell the story, and I'll translate for everybody. Yeah, I'll tell my side of the story. Okay, there we go. Side. Tell your side. All right. So it was uh, action movie night for trivia. So I assembled the finest team of action movie friends I could find. Plus Smokey, and and About we right. did our best. Yeah, Matt was there. Good old Mike Shoop was there. My longtime close personal friend, friend of the show, Mike Shoop. Well, we did pretty good. It was uh, second round. We were tied for first place, which was a little surprising. I thought we'd just sweep things away, and came down to the final round. We won by five points. Five points. So when we were announced as the winners, I believe it was the second place team, sort of small chant, something like, they are cheaters. They are cheaters. What? Or something to that effect. Are you and serious? my good, close, long, personal time, calm and cool Mike Shoup spins around in his chair so quick with a scowl on his face. And he, that look he gave those guys, they could have froze from that cold stare. And Mike was like, are they serious? Are they serious? Are you serious? He, he, I, I don't know serious? if they were serious or not. But one thing, Mike Shoup was serious and he was ready to throw hands. He was lit. He was very offended. Now, Smokey, what did you see happen? Mark didn't know anything about action movie trivia, so we brought in his two ringers, Matt and Mike. <laughs> they won the game for Mark. And, uh, one of the two guys was actually upset because somebody questioned their their you know ability at trivia. Um, I think as a team we got four wrong maybe all night, maybe three. It was, it was a really good score for for those that haven't listened before. We've talked about trivia. There's five rounds. There's three rounds. Four rounds. Four three, rounds. Ten four questions rounds. each round. Yeah. That a bonus. The, the bonus. The last the last rounds bonus it was it was action movies was uh, for two points each. 
Name every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie released in 1990 to 1999 that was not part of a sequel. Okay. Um, And and Matt and Mike just knew them all. Oh, so they... They knew them all. And then to put a little icing on top of that cake, Shoop went through and put the the years they were released. Oh, shit. (laughs) A wealth of... That's wild to watch him perform. It really is. First off, that's absurd. To, to know to know that much about that it's yeah, like it just... really is he's he knows what he's doing so naturally like he's really good at it so he yeah. was, I think oh, he was good the way he reacted I was like oh he maybe he's maybe just fucking around like selling it that he was no. upset but I really think he was shoot upset and I don't blame him he was, it was shoot, hard. like he was did... shoop upset shoop <laughs> upset it's a whole nother level of real upset <laughs> did you guys see mark he posted the round three uh trivia question which was like martial art related movies. No, I didn't. Or movies with I'm... martial arts in it. I knew three. They knew all of them, but the bonus. And no. nobody got the bonus. No nobody one. Nobody in the whole the place. Nope. Nobody. But you know who got the bonus? So when, uh, when I posted it was Roy Boy. You guys remember Roy, Roy Boy? Except for I big remember Roy Boy. No, Roy I, Boy. nobody remembers Roy Boy but me. He's just, uh, Tim, you probably remember Roy Boy. Oh, I forgot Tim did work at Target. I don't remember him being named Roy Boy. Yeah, him and him boy. and Morgan. They were uh, like I think Shawn I know Michael. I think I know literally one of those movies. They were the Shawn Michaels and Diesel of the back room. Where did he get put where did he uh where did this get posted? Uh, I'm sending it to our uh to our group message because you have to scroll through about forty seven mark posts. <laughs> yeah, today alone. On 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 Facebook to uh, to get it. Yeah, what is it? Today's national what Keith Day? Find change no. in your pocketbook day and shoelace day. Shoelace day. So Bloodsport, The Matrix, Shoelace, Ninja shoelace. Turtles 2. No, it wasn't one of them. Or Ninja Turtles oh, 3, sorry. I don't know if that was one of them. Or no, I guess that's not Ninja Turtles. I just see the samurai. Rush Hour. That's the three I knew. I knew Rush Hour. Universal Soldier. That I don't think was one of them. The one with Jean-Claude Van Damme in the bottom and number nine? That's not Jean-Claude Van Damme, I don't believe. That's definitely a Van Damme. Is it a Van Damme? Either that's a Van Damme or that's a Kiefer Sutherland, but that's got to be a Van Damme. I don't know. Uh, Devin, we're going to get to wrestling. Calm down. Calm down. Put it away. Bruce Leroy, show enough. Which one? The bottom which one? Nine. Oh, maybe that was Universal Soldier. I'm sorry. I was thinking ten. Yeah, 10, I don't know. That was Steven Seagal. Uh, the bonus has, like, Wish Marty McFly in it, I believe. Yeah, that is Wish Marty McFly. That's the one nobody knew. Nobody knew it. Can we, put, can we it. put it up on the screen so so everybody... I guess we can, yeah. yeah. Throw it up I don't know the answers anymore. I don't know. There's that. not enough wrestling on the picture, so... <laughs> Somebody's going to catch a hemorrhoid about it. Where's Merch yeah, Alerts? Uh, <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat could have been in one of those movies. He could have been. He might have been. You don't know. You don't know. Um, let's. While Tim's pulling that up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this. We haven't done... We didn't want to do one of these uh, last week. Look at uh, March the 9th. In pro wrestling history, uh, birthdays today, Nikita Koloff, born today in 1959, Rick Steiner, born today in 1961, Tiger Ali Singh, born today in 1971, and Melina uh, was born today in 1979. 
1996 ECW's Big Ass Extreme Bash is held in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The show was the last appearance of Cactus Jack uh, in ECW before leaving uh, to become Mankind in the WWF. On this day. 2001, two days before it was due to take place, ECW canceled the Living Dangerously pay-per-view, uh, which came as no surprise because they had no venue booked, no television to promote it, and not a single ticket was put on sale. On this day. Uh, in 2009, on Monday Night Raw, JBL defeated CM Punk to win the Intercontinental Championship, making him the 10th Grand Slam champion in WWE history. Uh, he would lose the belt the following month at WrestleMania 25 and then retire uh, from being an active wrestler. And then lastly, on this day, Bobby! In 2018, Bobby! Uh, ROH's 16th anniversary show was held in Las Vegas, Nevada. Two title changes happened on the show. The first saw SoCal uh, Uncensored take the ROH six-man tag team championship belts from the Hung Bucks. And later in the show, Jay and Mark Briscoe defeated uh, the Motor City Machine Guns to become the new ROH World Tag Team Champions. Those were the events that occurred. On this day. March the 9th in pro wrestling history. I never knew SoCal Val uh, held gold over there. Yeah, the SoCal Val. Did I say SoCal Val? I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> it's it's possible that I could have. I feel like you said SoCal Uncensored. Okay, I'm hoping I did. I think you did it right. Okay. Sorry, let's see. Yeah, let's uh Yeah, I had rush hour. Um and that literally that was it for me. I, I, yeah, I knew four was blood sport. Oh yeah, yeah. Five is big trouble in little Tokyo. Is that a movie? Is that the one Tim you thought was a turtles movie? Tim, are you muted? You're muted. He's muted. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was Ninja Turtles three. Yeah, I don't believe it was. Were they like time uh, travel back into like the samurai days? Number eight, I was pretty sure was like one of like Karate Kid three or something like that. It is not. It is the hit movie Best of Show that popped into Mike's head. I don't know three minutes before Stevie came around to grade our paperwork. You mean after he looked on his phone to confirm it? He would never do that. He's not a <laughs> cheater. They He's never prosper. <clears throat> yeah, that was a pretty tough round three for old Ryan. Yeah, that's. I, I would have been as useless on that one as I'm going to be in a couple of weeks during that office trivia. But you have all the time to catch up on the entire series. <laughs> I do have some time, but I probably am not going to. Uh... How many episodes have you watched? Well, I watched the first one, um, I think it was last Monday night after Raw. Uh, okay. So I'm all the way up through uh, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy it. It's not that I don't enjoy it, but it, it gets so much better. Um, but uh, yeah, season one is literally the worst. Season um, one man, actually is. But like, in in and and like this is maybe this is a, a Tuesday discussion at some point. But like shows that wouldn't uh, that wouldn't air <laughs> that wouldn't make air like today and like a hundred. I mean, off. literally the the first five minutes of that show, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's not uh, 2023. Um, Tim, you've seen The Office, correct? I love The Office. Office. Did you ever watch the UK, like the Ricky Gervais one? No, I don't care for that. Okay, just wasn't sure. Have you, Ryan? 
I'd, I'd rather watch the American version. <laughs> Mark, have you ever watched either version? Nope. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never watched neither. All right, so basically so what I'm... Show it on Discovery Channel. So, so what basically what I'm hearing is um, when we go to trivia at Funk Brewing in E-Town the last Wednesday of this month, we're going to have to have security um, <laughs> ready when uh, Mark's ringers show up again. And Now, I have watched The Office twice through. Um, and Tim got me an office desk calendar because I have a desk job now. Yeah. I have not known one fucking question <laughs> on that desk calendar <laughs> all year long. Not one. I look at it and I'm like, hmm. And I give it my best goddamn guest every morning. And I flip it up and I start my morning every morning. You, start, you start your day off with disappointment. Every morning. Okay. And you can only go up from there. I should I actually should call my friend Jason because he has watched the office countless times i think he would, that would probably be great i think he would probably uh i think we could devin's been to screen it's in pennsylvania it's like three hours three minutes that, the road that's seven. that's where that's where the potholes came from Cause he's, he's yeah because he's got the you know you get it you know he's got the thing literally what are you doing up in scranton my guy he's got the big thing there was it for a wrestling show oh like yeah he's probably up there for a wwe wrestling show Speaking of wrestling shows, uh, this past Sunday set, Sunday night. There's a, there's a segue. There's a segue. Good God in heaven. Um, this past Sunday night, uh, we all got together. Um, well, three of Tim us got like together. He's wandering around in the video here. He's a wanderer right now. Who's that? Tim. Tim, you okay? He's just wandering. He's muted again. You got to stop <laughs> muting yourself, man. But no, I'm trying wandering. not to make all this noise. Fuck up the pot. You know what? All noises from here on out. I'm not touching it. Oh, perfect. Have you ever heard Mark on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, and it drives me insane. <laughs> what happened? What happened, he says? Where's your dog at? Uh, he, uh, he's sleeping. Oh. He's not digging yet. He will. Give him time. Give, you know, him, give him time. Give him time. Occasionally, when he's digging, he loses control of his bladder. So that's been fun. You say it's cute sometime, and then said he yeah. pisses on your couch. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I have to put like a blanket down now when he's laying. Why don't you he, put a little puppy why. diaper on him? Nah, I don't. That'd be messy. Okay. <laughs> piss piss on your couch, hand. isn't? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't want that's... the other dogs to make fun of him. Put that Kim <laughs> Lemon picture down there. That's oh. Well, then he defecate on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Kim is a saint, Ryan. You need to Give stop the that. Dog a bone. There's no need to be sour around Kim Lemon. Oh, for God's sakes! Um, all right, AEW Revolution was this past uh, this past Sunday. Oh, he ref the show up there. Devin did during the pandemic. Oh, nice. Um, oh, nice for the WWE. <laughs> Plandemic. Yes, but no, ain't no pandemic. Uh, wait, hold during on. The swamp. This is going to get taken down right off of YouTube. Unbelievable. Fuck you, bigot. Um, but uh, does anybody want to talk? Because I definitely want to talk about the main event, uh, the the Iron Man match. I promise we won't make it as long as the main event. Uh, but is there anything else from the undercard that anybody would like to talk about from from Revolution or the uh, the fallout from? I loved the trios tag match. I thought that was the match of the night. It was like a thousand mile an hour car crash, and I loved every minute of it. 
Yeah. Exactly I, what I expect from a Young Bucks and Kenny Omega match. And I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. lived up to everything I'd hope it would have been. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I, I I think it was – I also think it was the, the match of the night. Um, I was excited to see House of Black win um, and, and start kind of maybe a, a different direction for the uh, – in the trios world in AEW, um, but yeah, I car crash a thousand miles an hour. I think is the I love it the perfect way to describe that. Give me all of it, House of Black, and uh, kudos to Julia Hart for eating the uh, the V trigger. Was it the V trigger? Um, yeah, perfect. Uh, absolutely perfect. So, yeah. Devin, you wanted to talk about wrestling. You didn't even watch wrestling. Come on now. Kevin's upset. Couldn't it? Now I'm Hold upset. On, they're making a left. <laughs> Another left. <laughs> yes, they're athletes. I get it. Uh, um. All right. Anything else besides the the main event? Yeah, I got something to say. Oh, okay. Here we go. You said other than the main event. Other than the main event. I ain't got nothing to talk about. All right, Mark, you got anything? You want to talk about anything? Let me think here. A wrestling related, or are we talking about that pay per view? Yeah, we're talking about that pay per view. I, honestly, it, it was very forgettable. And I, other than maybe uh, two matches, I couldn't tell you who won because wow. it just was not very memorable, in my opinion. Are you serious? I am serious, Mark, and I'm sorry if it upset you. I think you'll be okay. But, All right. Mark, you were pretty excited when Ricky Skaggs won. Yeah, you. Oh, that's true. Ricky Skaggs. <laughs> I didn't realize he was going to wrestle. Skaggs. You were excited about that. Her. I was excited to see those uh, coconut snow or whatever they were called. Her. Her. They were tasty cake, uh, and they had coconut in it, and I thought everybody would enjoy them. And it was right. just Ryan. <laughs> Look, okay. Well, I I ate half of one, and it was okay. I would never buy them, but I wouldn't not eat them again. You know, somebody handed me one, and it was like, hey, did you have breakfast? And I'd say, no. You want a coconut snowball? I'd say, all right. If it wasn't a fucking snowball. I think they were called Tasty Cake Hippity Hops. And that's what it was, a hippity hop. And it was it's that's like a exactly peanut butter candy cake. But just with no peanut butter no peanut butter very little like, cake and a bunch of coconut yeah it was delicious if you like coconut yeah, yeah if you like if you like coconut so no polarizing because okay. Brian said in first grade he stole a hippity hop from uh Tony kickline and Tony kickline bit him I heard a robot. Um, all right. Robots. Yeah, y'all told me to stop muting, so you guys get all the effing noise. <laughs> That's okay. I love robots. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure it's that we. Were, Look I, at that facey look. He made that face. I just wanted to make sure we were okay. Um. All right, Tim. We're gonna Let's talk, talk about, about that women's match. Do we have to? I don't know. It's a wrestling podcast, ain't it? Dang clever. <laughs> it wasn't good. Wasn't so good. Not so good, Al. Wasn't so good. All right, let's talk about the main event. Tim, I think you have something to say about the main event. Everybody need to calm down. All right, Taylor. Everybody need to calm down. Take your level of excitement from here. As this is the greatest Iron Man match in the history of Iron Man matches. And MJF is super great, terrific. And bring it down. Like 
three notches. Okay. This just in, American Dragon Brian Danielson puts on great wrestling matches. He shits four-star matches in his sleep. Actually fills the bed in his sleep full of four-star match doo-doo. He probably had a five-star match with Bree. He had two confirmed two five-star yeah. matches with Bree. Um, but that's not the point. The point is, did MJF carry his load? Did he carry his half of the match? Yes. Did Bree also carry his load? Yes. For <laughs> yes. Nine months twice. Yes, twice. Okay. Now that your joke's out of there. So. I thought the match was okay for the first 37 minutes or 27 minutes. And it was outstanding for the last 37. My biggest problem, 23 and 37 is 60. Okay. I thought you said 27. My biggest, I said 27 and then I changed it to 23. My biggest complaint about all of it is WWE gets complained multiple times for not being creative. MJF creatively finds an oxygen tank and brains Daniel Bryan Danielson with it and basically just ruins a really good match. Like, that's cool. That's like his story. It's not creative. But to me, I don't like to see him find a way to win that didn't involve him. By the way, like almost all of his falls were cheating. Which again, uh, he's a bad guy. I get it. He's supposed to cheat. He's a bad guy. Bah, 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 bah. But, but AEW creatively wrote that into the rules. That there is no time between falls. So you can take the low blow disqualification and catch two pins like this. Because that Correct. match was creatively written. Unlike a WWE match where everybody has to like back to vertical base to start. Well, I mean, getting yourself disqualified and then catch, catch, cashing in on falls is not even new to WWE. They did that during the Kurt Angle-Brock Lesnar-Iron Man match. Like, Brock gets oh, himself yeah. disqualified with a chair, and then he picks up two straight falls. Well, that, oh, that's true. So, so it's not, it's not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about what happens in the middle of 60 Minutes. I think that the Iron Man match is solid. It's the sudden death part that misses me. Well, here's here's yeah, I, I I'm I'm actually kind of with and you I on love this. Sudden death. And I love sudden death. Ryan Ryan and I we were talking about it when we were heading home from from cousin Brian's on on Sunday. Um, after the show, <laughs> yes, we were discussing this. Um, is like I was really tired. Thank you for driving me home. By yeah. the way, I mean I didn't drive. I thought you drove. How the hell do we get home? Anyway, um, but my my problem with it, and because when MJF won in sudden death, there was almost no reaction to it. Because, like, in an Iron Man match, a champion doesn't need to win. A champion just needs to not lose, right? Like... In theory, in theory, yeah. In theory, well, that's all. That's all title matches, though, there right? Be well, a right. Championship advantage, correct. Like any of them that that have a time limit or 
I'm, well, I mean, an Iron Man match literally has a time limit. So, but like, all AEW time, ma- all AEW title correct. matches have a sixty-minute time limit. Correct. So, but there was no, there was nothing that said, you know, that the, and I, I understand that it's the, it's the, the, the Booker mentality, whatever. Sunday, you know, it, we probably all should have seen it coming. I didn't, I didn't build that into my predictions because I was like, I don't think they're actually going to do the, the, the. Uh, sudden death thing, but my, my the problem was like the way they did it. You got more of a reaction from the crowd when it was just announced that it was that it was a draw, and then they restarted it. And I think everybody alive, for the most part, or at least everybody in the Chase Center, um, really kind of felt like, hey, Daniel Bryan's gonna win. Excuse me, Brian Danielson's gonna win. And then, like, MJF tries every, like, sneaky, cheaty thing in the book and doesn't get the pin. So then you really get this feeling like Brian Danielson's going to win. And then, oh, an oxygen tank is just sitting there conveniently. And they hit three, and it it was as quiet as the end of the women's match. I mean, it was – it well, seemed like Danielson, – Danielson taps – Oh, that's right. Yeah, he he. But like, the match is over, and and like I just felt like nobody cared at the end of a hundred at one hour and five minutes. Nobody nobody reacted to the end of a, the sixty five minute match, and to me that's that's a that's a bad look. It is, but also, like. My bigger gripe is my biggest gripe is not like the match in general. It's just the fans reaction to it that like a match like this empowers the MJF fan base more. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I hate it. I'll be honest. Like it was, it was better than I expected it to be. Like I was not looking forward to a 60 minute MJF match. I thought I was absolutely not there for it. Um, Brian Danielson works magic. Yeah. Um, I'll say this, and this is going to be a positive thing I'll say about MJF. He does show up when it matters. Yes. He, He doesn't look awful when he's put in there in a position to... To have to do something. Physique wise, I think he looked phenomenal. Oh, he, he was shredded. At his he... best game. Best I best mean, look of his career. That's a great meal plan he's on. You know, that's real solid. It's a good looking hog to look at. <laughs> you know. It's not bad. Smokey was watching. All, it's all kosher too, so you ain't gotta worry about it. That's it right. Um but and then like we got the. Did you guys watch the press conference? I I didn't I didn't watch the whole scrum. I've I've seen most of the clips of MJF's. Like he was kind of trying to mimic the punk. He was eating the pickle, and he called everybody a fucker and a mark and a jackass and a dickweed and a, you know. Right. And like, I'll say this too. Let's hear it. 
I hated the MJF scrum until he was asked the question about the boy that he threw the liquor on. Oh, yes. Okay. I actually don't know that I Which, saw this clip. So what was... Did you see the story, though? Well, I, I saw that he that it was a unplanned spot. He grabbed a drink, threw it on a kid. He grabbed a drink. He thought it was water. He threw it on a kid. It ended up being a mixed drink. When I saw Amanda Huber very quickly... The kid, the kid gets upset. So, like, Amanda Huber and team take it over. Everything's cool. And they ask, they ask the question in the scrum. Like, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Titus? Titus was the name of the boy. Okay. And MJF responded with, I thought the kid looked thirsty. <laughs> and then Tony said, Max and I had a conversation immediately after the match. I told him this is unacceptable of a champion. He know we he knows better it won't happen again. Okay. And literally from that moment on in the press conference, we get a Maxwell Jacob Friedman that I want to see. He's being snarky, but he's doing it in a way that doesn't feel fake. He's not putting on okay. a presentation. Yes, he's still doing the pickle gimmick, and like the pickle gimmick's great. I loved it. I love the pickle thing. What's your favorite type of pickle? I don't like pickles. Oh, that's right. You're not a pickle guy. Not a pickle. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Not a pickleman. So not a pickleman. I love pickles. Not a pickleman. And so yeah, no dill, no uh, bread and butter, deal. none of that. Um, what about gurgans? No, no. I already got one. I don't need to worry about anything else. Um, That's fair. But, but in any case, it's like I just my biggest problem with MJF is that there's sometimes, oftentimes than not, I don't believe him. Okay, I don't believe his character. I just don't. I feel like since he's become champion, it's become, it's felt very forced. More so than ever. Yeah, and that—that's me. And I've been an MJF guy forever. I'm talking out of one hand, and like I'm thinking in one hand, and I'm talking out of the other. Like, I would love to see MJF the champion with focused, with focused booking. Well, then you're not getting that in AEW. (laughs) The the battle of 2024 can't come soon enough. Can we talk about the booking for a second? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the match, because I feel like it gets brought up a, a bunch of times with like, uh, John Moxie gets, gets brought. Is is it damaging to your main event, your one hour Broadway main event, that you had this Texas death match where both guys drew color? So when Daniel Bryan and MJF draw color in their main event, you've seen it already. Does that, does that hurt the presentation of this match at all? <sighs> or were you okay with multiple matches? getting bloody i think it hurts the presentation more that you see you know mox and others bleed gushers almost every wednesday and then you're gonna have it on a pay-per-view i like having it yeah having it happen twice on a pay-per-view i don't think is the is the problem i think it's aew overuses blood and wwe dramatically underuses blood i would love to see one or both of the companies just kind of find a, a middle spot where like 
You know, because we've all often gone back to Kevin Owens' debut when he accidentally breaks uh, C.J. Parker's Dude, nose. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. And it, it, like that, that made so much of an impact because Kevin Owens came in and bloodied a dude on night one. But like, smash the dude's face, right? Like, coin, like incidentally. But um, yeah, I, I think it's more that you see it all the time in AEW, okay, as opposed to it happening twice on one show. Um, my buddies, uh, DJ and Brett over on We Need Wrestling drops every Friday on the soon to be named network. They had a really good thought about, um like what AEW's real problem is, is that they give away too many pay-per-view level matches That's fair. on television so that when you get to the pay-per-view, you're not as excited because you get like one or two paper, like you get multiple pay-per-view quality matches a month. And like okay. I get that there's four shows, I get that there's four pay per views a year for AEW, and you got to find a way to keep everything strung together. Right. But their crutch is we're wrestling. Yes. And what WWE does well is, hey, if you want wrestling, you pay for it at the pay per view. Yep. Yeah. You don't pay for it. You don't get it. You maybe on the get counter. one banger on television a month yeah maybe like cody and chad gable gave us march's banger yeah on smackdown or on raw thank you cody and gable smashed it out okay that's it no more <laughs> yeah no more no more no more great matches on raw for the until wrestlemania and i, great I love match. that that's a great philosophy too man like Paint by number, and then you see the final painting in a month, and you pay for that, right? But we're right. gonna give you, we're gonna give you the little bits. You're gonna get a happy little tree here, and that's all you're gonna get. Little bits, just a little. Yeah, bits. and then eventually, then at the pay per view, Bob Ross comes out Bob and Ross. he beats the devil out of it. He sure does. <laughs> Some happy trees. Let me ask you this real quick before this is my last thought of the match because I really didn't have any problems with the matches at all. Um, I thought the card was great. I thought it was laid out okay. I don't think it was their best pay per view. It might be their weakest pay per view, outside of at least in a event. little while. Um, I think, and I instantly said it. My my biggest gripe was with the announcement of overtime, not the fact that it was going into overtime, but the fact that the they, they don't have an authority figure outside of Tony Khan. And Tony Khan, I think, has said, I'm not an authority figure. So to hear Justin Roberts say, Tony Khan announced this will go into sudden death overtime, I feel like it was a way to put Tony Khan over in that moment. And I didn't like that. Tony Khan's name didn't need to come out of Justin Roberts' mouth to say why we're going to an overtime. That whole fucking thing of, like, Tony Schiavone getting the message and then walking and, down to Justin and, Roberts. And, like, coming in his pants like, when he got the announcement. It just, it just it was awkward, man. To me. Um, no, but to old. hear them say, Tony Khan has said, this match won't end this way. It's going into overtime. I felt was a way to put Tony Khan over that didn't need to happen. 
So Tony Khan has been booked or whether he whether you want to agree it's booked or not. Tony Khan, every time he's addressed, is the AEW general manager and owner. Or like there's a specific phraseology they use for Tony Khan. Because he's not executive vice president. He's he but they they say general manager. Okay. So like he is he's not an on-screen authority figure, but they have on multiple occasions mentioned like when a big match gets booked, they'll say Tony Khan has done this. Um, I was cool but, but, with but Tony Khan says Tony Khan does this. Like that's, that's the thing. Well, Tony Khan didn't say it. Tony Shivani said it. Yeah. But it's on a Tony Khan scripted program is what I'm trying to say. Like, to, 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 right. Tony but Khan so said. when you look at the whole segment after the fall, you hear Excalibur and Taz talking about what happened and you hear Shivani having a side conversation right. with Tony mm-hmm. backstage, but you don't hear Tony. You, you only hear, you he only is hear president, Shabani. chief executive, general manager, and executive producer, president, chief executive, general manager, Jim, you're a football fan. How does that typically work out from like a Jerry Jones perspective to have somebody like be like an owner and a general manager that usually works out well, right? Uh, yeah. I don't have the sounder on this, on this board, but not great. <laughs> How many how many straight years of not championship football is that? Uh almost thirty. Almost thirty. Okay. It's twenty Yeah. Yeah. It's twenty uh eight. So yeah, just Yeah. You're coming up on the, you're coming up on nope. the anniversary of the first year. Oh, there the it is. There it is. Not great, right? Bob. Yeah, it's it's twenty eight. And so Tony needs one guy. Yes. To like be he needs to find he needs Adam Pierce Pritchard he needs a Bruce Pritchard yeah but on TV he he needs needs is Adam Pierce (laughs) I don't know if we need I've I don't believe we need televised authority figures um I think televised I think televised authority figures reeks of Oh, we can't let you know that wrestle what what wrestling is. So we have to give you a proverbial figurehead that's not the actual figurehead. Okay. Like that's a weird it, way. That's a weird spot to draw a line of believability or not. At at a general manager figure. I, I here's the thing. I I I think right, the like, days of the point of having yeah. I think like, the days of the corporation and um the authority are over i think the i think what wwe is doing with adam pierce um i think is is probably the best way to do it the way that nxt did william regal where it's like you know there's a guy in charge you see him when he needs to be seen and besides that like he's not he's not part of the story it's just like hey did you see what the f happened out there um can we get something done about this yeah i'll see what i can do okay here's the match or like some fuckery goes down in the ring. Here comes Pierce. Uh-uh. This is not the way that this is going to go down. Restart the match. Sort of a deal. 
Like who's who's neither heel nor face. Right. He is who, just who is straight. Right. Straight, he's the right. he's just the boss. He's the TV boss. I will say I will say Adam Pierce is the right way. Yeah. If you're gonna but do it. I don't I don't have believability that Tony Khan if we they had an Adam Pierce figure. Well that that's... he's booking he's booking an Adam Pierce figure. Well, that's true. And it's he's hard to book, and it's hard to be the wrestling observer. Dangerously. And it, you know who would be a really good authority figure in AEW? Don't even fu- Shane McMahon. <laughs> I was gonna say inter- I was gonna say intern Mark. The best be in the world. It doesn't hurt so bad what I say. I wasn't even. Gonna, I'm annoyed now because I wasn't even gonna say it. I was just trying to get Mark's input. I was gonna. I'd make a great AEW. I just don't know if you can get holy cats over. I'm going to Yeah, I'm uh, glad you played that uh, clip because today is National Shane Day, as in Shane McMahon. I did not. I did not know that. Today, at uh, at our stand-up meeting today. They, uh, they, I was in the hot seat, so like my team asked me like questions. Oh, isn't that the most fun thing in the world? It was, it was okay. My hands were sweaty actually afterward, and then it shocked me. But they had asked, they, they know that I do commentary for professional wrestling, and they asked me like, do I have a catchphrase, like specific catchphrase? And I'm like, it's funny you say that because I don't. The the guys that I do it with, um, one the guy that works here, uh, Jim. Uh, used to say what a maneuver a lot so i called him out on it one time because like vince mcmahon the creator of the wwe used to say what a maneuver when he did commentary so like jim started to say it in one match and he was like oh what a maneuver and he just stopped in the middle of the my brain is locked up and and that's like his his go-to when he tries to bring it out like once a, i get so. it i i get it in one time and then i said i said uh our other guy that we do it with his name's mark uh he tries to get holy cats over and um, I, I hate hearing it, but I don't. I don't have a go-to no. saying, which is fine because I feel like I would say it in every match. Yeah, yeah. I try. I try not to. I try not to maneuver much, but I always. I always maneuver once. One maneuver. I always main want, event. I always maneuver. It's usually a main event. Main event. The red scorpion. It's the scorpion flop or whatever he calls whatever it. Whatever it is, uh, and it's a. It's the one I maneuver. The one um, I maneuver. But uh He raked my back. <laughs> he raked my back. Yeah, no, he didn't literally rake Um Any other thoughts on uh what was it, our evolution? Our revolution before we close it out. Yeah, I, I, I it felt average to me. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um I think I think I felt better about the Iron Man match that we watched it in a group, and I wasn't just sitting in my living room just watching a 60-minute match by myself. Like, I think I, I would have a worse feeling. I honestly feel like I'd have a worse feeling about it um, if it was that way. But let's uh, let's go and do this. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook Week number 47. Wow. Let's do it again! Do it again! Roll it back! I forgot I had it on the repeater. 
I literally can't hear the Bowling for Soup song without thinking of this. Uh, week 47. I heard it on uh, Pop Rocks the other day. The old Sirius XM Pop Rocks. Um, Hit it again! <laughs> the repeater, it surprised me. Um, but yeah, we're just a little over a month left in, uh, in our standings. Uh, now we do have our people's champ for this week our friend from over at take three wrestling uh big mac i uh, got the win from the scorecard uh at job, um at revolution and he selected mark i think it, it's that the that team that won the trios titles oh the uh what are they called the the house of <laughs> that's the ones <laughs> Uh, so that's, uh, that's who big, that's who big Mac selected as the, uh, as the people's champ this week. Um, I will give Matt's. He is, uh, he is not with us this week. He had Sammy Zane at number five, Jamie Hader, her at number four, uh, hangman page at number three, Jay Uso at number two at number two and, uh, MJF at, uh, at number, uh, one. So, uh, Ryan, you want to go ahead with yours? I knew Matt was always an Uso fan. He does acknowledge them. Matt goes hard in the paint. Uh, number five, John Cena returned and uh, cut a promo on uh, Austin Theory. And uh, there's a match at WrestleMania happening. And I thought it was a pretty good John Cena promo. And it was a pretty good uh, pretty good pop. Uh, John Cena's back. That's exciting. Hangman Page beat, um, beat Dean Ambrose in that match. Uh, both got bloody. They did. Um, choked him out with a chain. Wild stuff there going on. Uh, MJF, he, he wrestled in a 60-minute match, and uh, I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, Powerhouse Cobbs, he is your new TNT <laughs> champion. He won the Sonic Ring, and then he won the match on uh, Dynamite because winning championships means some things. So I'm assuming we'll see Powerhouse Cobbs in everybody else's uh, list. And then House of Black, uh, the new trios champion. Right. Or whatever. Tim, go ahead. Uh, number five, Hangman Page. Fantastic. Texas Death. Uh, MJF, really great. Uh, retention of the AEW world title. Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, beating up a already wounded up Wardlow uh, for the TNT title, getting his uh, just desserts. Uh, Jay Uso doing more with a hug and a super kick than Shawn Michaels ever did in his entire life. Number one, preach the house of black doing the unthinkable and knocking the elite down a peg or two. All right, in turn, Mark. I'll be darned. <laughs> well, number five, I have that uh, Sammy Zane. That guy is over like Rover with the fans. The fans love him. And then Jay, Jay Uso. Boy, that pop when him and Sammy embraced on Raw, that was that was something. That was a big pop. And number three, I got that hangman, Adam Page, because he beat Dean Ambrose and Mitch in that that match with uh, they had in Texas. Or they had in Oklahoma. <laughs> and uh, number two, they took the, the six-person tag team titles from the elite, that's the house of. 
Black. Her. So that House of Black there uh, came Her. up with trios titles. It's called the Six Man Tag Team belts back in my days. Now they're called the trios. Everybody wants to be a trio. Hey, you see who the trios champion is? You can't say Six Man. No, okay, thank you, Jim. Number one. Her. And number one, you know, I didn't hate the match. Her. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but still, you know, that MJF oh, hi, Mark. was. Hi, boys. That MJF, he's a heel. And he retained that championship against Daniel Bryanson. Her. I've been calling Brian Daniel for years. Her. People say I'm getting too old to do this. All right. Thank you, Jim. All right, number five for me. Great, great closeout to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Jey Uso uh, just continuing the layers to this. Uh, bloodline story as we head towards WrestleMania. Fantastic work by everybody involved there. At number four, Jamie Hayter uh, retained um, in the uh, triple threat. I mean, wasn't uh, wasn't the greatest work, but uh, Hayter was the correct person to win. Uh, Hangman Page uh, with the big win over uh, Moxley. The House of Black, your new black or whatever the hell Mark says. Thank you. Um, is uh, the number two, the new trios champion, MJF. Like I said, my, my expectations were pretty low. I thought they, the, the expectations were exceeded. And, um, you know, you win a, you win a 60 minute Ironman match. It's, uh, it's something we don't see too often. I think, I think I had looked it up. Um, and the last time we had seen like a one-on-one 60 minute Ironman match, like just in WWE was 2009 so that like this isn't something you see very often so uh, kudos to MJF um, for the week Tim for the week we've got Powerhouse Hobbs at 5th we've got Jay Uso at 4th Hangman Page 3rd the House of Black the whole collective at 2 and that dastardly MJF rounding out the top spot for the week, and if we look towards the year, and I didn't upload it, but I got a chance right now to, uh, not much has changed in the way of the year-end results, except for the fact that the the spot at the top has grown significantly. Um, Jay Uso has stretched just a little bit farther out of reach and is now six points ahead of Sami Zayn. And we have four weeks until WrestleMania. So uh, while there's a lot of time, there's also not a lot of time. So uh, every vote matters. Yeah, we are we are running out of time. That closes week 47. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Freak on Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler on the week. The three count question of the week. All right, um, close it up here uh, with this. Um, there was a report that came out uh, late last week, I think, uh, or maybe it was over the weekend, 
um, that Triple H, you know, now, of course, uh, head of creative in WWE, um, is interested or leaning towards something like that, um, making or is a fan of sh uh, shorter WrestleMania cards. Um, so I, I had shared this thing. I think I shared it with you guys. I'd also shared it with our friends over take three wrestling, which I'm a part of and kind of spawned a discussion with, 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 uh, myself, Mike and Joe, um, uh, basically is what the, the question is. Should WWE make WrestleMania cards shorter now from Mike's standpoint, I'll, I'll say this. He was not like in favor of it. Cause he said, if I'm spending that money, I want to make sure I'm getting like the most bang for my buck. Um, but my thought is I, I don't, I don't necessarily think a shorter card means a, uh, shorter show or a lower quality show. Cause like if you look at, um, last year, for example, and like, this is, this is my, this is kind of my, um, defense of it. So we've had two, um, with fans, uh, WrestleManias like post pandemic, these two night WrestleManias. And like when I, when I look at last year's card, uh, night one, like I, I think you could very easy. I'm not counting the Usos Nakamura Boogs match because Boogs leg blew out. So like that match only being six minutes long. Like I'm not, I'm not counting that against WrestleMania. Um, but like the McIntyre happy Corbin match that was eight 35. I think you could very easily, scrap like I don't I don't think it was needed I don't like it was fine but I don't think it was necessarily needed and I but I think there was a lot of stuff on night number two that you could very easily have like done away with like uh Lashley and almost I think you you could have gotten gotten away with not having the Sheamus Ridge Holland defeating the New Day in one minute and 40 seconds did not need to be there um at all I think that was because it got cut the first night or something like that um the McAfee Austin Theory match, and then the McMahon McAfee quote unquote match, and I understand like that was that was a point to get Austin to come out for the second night, but like you could technically there was nine matches uh, on night two, there were seven matches on night one. Like I think you could very easily have gotten away um, with a six match card each night, and. Both nights of WrestleMania last year would have been good. You can still have some segments here or there. People still need to get up and go to the bathroom. People still need to get up and get food or stretch their legs or whatever. Like, those fans are going to be in there for a long time. But, like, I, I, I don't think a shorter card necessarily means, like, a a, a less-timed show or a worse show. Like, I, I mean, if you, if you kind of trim the fat off of last year match-wise, I think you still have two really good nights of Mania. I hear everything you say, but you're wrong. <laughs> wow. You need to trim a whole fucking night too and give me the granddaddy of them all. Even if it happens to be a five or six hour card, I want one night of WrestleMania. Give me the important matches. So yeah, trim the fat, put it all in one night. Let me just do it in one night. Make it a Saturday. Let me recover on Sunday. Okay. I, I'm not opposed to that either. 
Like if, if I don't want to pay parking twice. If Triple H is, is if he is in favor of shortening the card, then I am then I am fine with a like a w- longer one night show. Like I'm the, if you're going to shorten the card, I'm not saying give me 3 hours of mania or 4 hours of mania. You want to do 5? Like that's fine. Carry over in, in a little over 5, that's fine. Um I, I have nothing against I have nothing against that either. Absolutely not. Give me 7 to midnight. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. You know. Um Tim, you're shaking your head. Give me 7 to midnight two nights. <laughs> it is mania. It's not wrestle it. good time. Mania. Mania. It's not manias. <laughs> mania. It's a mania that's so big you need two nights. Once. It's big. It's enormous. Um, yes. <laughs> Mark, what do you think? Well, I like the two nights. and I, You know what? There's a few matches you could trim, but I think, like you said, the last two years or so, there hasn't been any on there that were absolutely, completely un. Well, yeah, I guess there was unnecessary matches. There was, <laughs> but you know, no, I'm, I like the two nights, um, and you can probably trim maybe one or two matches off each night and be just fine. But I get it; they're trying to get everybody on the card. I get it, but yeah, we don't need to see uh, almost and. Well, and I, I think I think you can still get everybody on Mania in different ways. Like if you do, I mean, if you're going to do the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which I guess they've been that last year they did that on on SmackDown, and they might be doing that again this year. Um, but like you can have more superstars as part of like a backstage segment or something like that. Because again, you're you're, you're going to have you're going to have segments in between matches that. Um, Again, you 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 gotta you gotta give the fans in the arena, and I get that's what some of these three and four minute matches are for. These are opportunities for um, for the fans in the building to get up and move around. Because like we're sitting in our living room watching it, you know, it's it's very quickly to like run to the bathroom and like grab a drink or grab a snack. Like when you're down on the floor of a of a football stadium to get to a restroom or a concession stand that that's that's quite a haul so you know the the stuff's built in there so i think you can still have that but i also think and 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 devin i think kind of hits it here too um having a shorter card can maybe instead of instead of you know take having a match um that's you know Two years ago, you had a KO versus Sami Zayn match that was nine minutes. Maybe that could be 12 and a half, 13. Like, give the people that are on the card a little bit more time to do their thing as opposed to just like, well, let's let's make sure we get Ridge Holland on here. Let's give let's make sure he gets that one minute, you know, that the one minute tag spot like we got last year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think if you still get... Because I think what both nights last year were were about three and a half four hours. So if you if you if you're gonna give me that both nights, I don't think it necessarily needs to be a eight match card, nine match card. You could probably get a six match card that that's that's gonna be a really really good mania card. Now that said, Tim and I were discussing this before you guys jumped on the call before we went on air. Like we're we're already at um 
eight confirmed matches for this year. Because uh, you have Seth versus Logan Paul, Reigns versus Cody, Charlotte versus Rhea, Bianca versus Asuka, uh, Brock versus Omos, Gunther's going to be defending the IC title, Austin Theory versus John wow. Cena, and then you have Trish Lita and Becky versus Damage Control. Um, on top of that, we're fairly certain that we are getting uh, Lashley Bobby. Uh, taking on Bray Wyatt, so that's going to be uh, nine you're going to have the Usos probably defending against KO and Sammy. That's going to be 10. Um, you know, I think there's probably going to be a, a, another match or two that probably takes shape. So maybe we do get six and six um, and, and round out to a 12-match card. Or maybe they do throw battle royals on each night or something. I don't know. Like, I assume that they're still going to happen at some point. Um, Didn't they typically throw a pre-show match on each night, too? Uh, let's see, 30... Like, I know 39 had the Battle Royals on the pre-show. 37, there wasn't any pre-show matches, and... there wasn't either. Last year, there last wasn't... Year, not 39, 35. Yeah, 35 there was yeah. when it was still one night. Because last year, they did WrestleMania SmackDown. Oh, that's Yeah, and I think they're likely making they did that... The Intercontinental, it was the Intercontinental title on SmackDown, and the, uh... Andre. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll probably get that this year on, on WrestleMania SmackDown again. Um, yeah, they haven't really done pre-show matches like post pandemic. Like, I feel like that's kind of a, a done deal in the, in the WWE. Um, and I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, uh, no pre-show matches, but well, we'll see. Obviously, we have a couple more weeks. See how this card continues to shape out. When is the uh, the Puerto Rico event? That is May third. May, May yeah, May yeah, beginning of May, and then the King and Queen of the Ring is at the end of May. There's no show in June, and then the first weekend of July is Money in the Bank at okay. the uh, London. So wow, and, yeah, a WWE Puerto Rico event. Saudi Arabia and London in a row. Yeah, I, that's pretty freaking wild. Yeah, three wow, straight, really three straight premium live events. Um, off of uh, off off of the North American. Well, I guess Puerto Rico still Puerto Rico's North America. I guess because it's part of the U.S. But off of the continental, uh, North America. Is Central so, America is that considered Central America? No, that's or United North States. America because it's. it's yeah, because it's still yeah, because it is still part of the U.S. Puerto Rico is a as a province. Uh, right. No, I knew that. I just wasn't sure. If it was classified North or Central America. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Any other thoughts, boys? Hmm. I'd like to know Hibbley's thoughts on Puerto Rico. Oh, we don't have time for that at all, whatsoever. Uh, so let's go ahead and close this show out. Uh, you want to hear those? Go down to, I don't know, probably the Moose Lodge in E-Town. Oh, the Legion. Got it. All right. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap up for this week. Thanks for playing along, everybody. Uh, make sure you catch us and subscribe on all podcast platforms as we have the uh, Tuesday podcast. We'll be back live next Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern time on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Until then, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the pins.